Welcome to the show. We are tuned in for real-life stories with real-life people who have overcome adversity and healed their life. I am your host, Victoria Johnson, teacher trainer and coach trainer for the Heal Your Life Certification Program and best-selling author of Do That and Then Some Transform Feelings of Less Than to More Than Enough. As Louise Hay always said, the point of power is in the present moment, so let's get started. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to another fantastic episode of Heal Your Life Talk Radio. I am excited to have a Heal Your Life teacher and Heal Your Life coach with me today. Her name is Maureen Gates Faubert, and she is the absolute expert when it comes to mind-body connection. And so before we get started, Maureen, can you just let the listeners know what your website is in case they want to go check it out while they listen? Sure. It's www.headtoheart.ca. Okay. So headtoheart.ca. And I believe your email is hello at headtoheart.ca. That's correct. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, I am really looking forward to tapping into your knowledge, also to hear your backstory. And uh, Maureen is a survivor of a near-death experience. And I think that's kind of how things really evolved for you. And so I look forward to hearing more about that as well. And I'm so glad that you're with us here today on every level. I'm excited to be here and so excited for the opportunity to share my story. Oh, thank you for your willingness. I was looking through a book earlier uh, by Dr. Christiane Northrup. It's one of her classic books. It's been around for a bit. It's called The Wisdom of Menopause, Creating Physical and Emotional Health and Healing During the Change. But the thing that stood out for me was one of the subheadings is, are we responsible for our health? Critics of the mind-body connection say that focusing on the emotional dimension of illness makes people feel worse when they are already vulnerable, as if they are guilty of causing their own disease. I agree that there is potential to carry this philosophy too far and blame ourselves for our ill health. However, the value of the mind-body connection is too great to discard. The simple truth is that people who heal fastest and remain healthiest the longest are those who feel that their lives are fulfilling and joyful. Even when they're sick, they feel that their life has meaning and that they have some control. Those who think the world is doing it to me, there's nothing I can do about it, I can't get a break, the world's out to get me, this is just the way the world is, and all of those different things are disempowered by their thoughts and perceptions. So 20 years of medical practice has shown Dr. Christiane Northrup so clearly that emotions are the primary energy at work tipping the scales one way or the other towards illness or towards health, and that the victim mentality is at the root of many illnesses. That's interesting. She says, the bottom line is the most significant way of contributing to our own good health is through the quality of our thought processes. This power is a valuable gift. In light of absolute lack of control, we have over other aspects of life. That is powerful stuff, you know, and we've all known those people, I think, who get sick or, you know, get cancer, say, and they're going to fight it and they do. And then we get those people who get cancer who say, well, I guess this is it. And they start, you know, two months later, they're gone. But what about taking that even further, that whole mind-body connection to have it not just be about attitude? I'm ready to give you the floor. I'm ready to hear your story. I truly love Dr. Christian Northrup. I have read several books on 
her teachings and uh, really connected to the mind-body connection and healing. And where my story began, my healing story began was just over 20 years ago now, I experienced a bowel perforation and I was put on life support and my family was given 24 hours for me to live. And I fought, I fought, I controlled it, I fought, I did the best I could. Finally, after about 12 to 14 days, I don't have the exact days, and my husband's unable to give me those days because he things were going on for him that he was not even able to comprehend at times. So after that 12 or 14 days, I was put into a private room, taken out of intense ICU and put into a private room where I laid there in prayer and I said, I'm done, just take me, I'm done. I was done fighting to live. I was done fighting for my life. And uh, a spirit appeared. And to me, it was Jesus. As a woman raised in Christian church, that's what I understood to be spirits in my life. I now know that there's many other spirits in my life, other angels that surround me. I understand that now. So the spirit appeared, legs crossed, looked at me, put his hands out and says, give it to me. And I went, yep, you can have it because I am done. I can no longer control my outcome. It's too hard for me. I fought too long. And the next morning, the nurses were changing my dressing. I had an open wound because I was septic. And the one nurse looked and said, oh my, is this ever healing well? That was the beginning of my physical healing journey. Learning how to just give it away creates a mir- created a miracle in my life. And around five years later, I was introduced to Louise Hay. And I read her book from cover to cover a couple of times. The one, You Can Heal Your Life. It resonated with me. I came to realize through that and coaches in my life that my underlying problem was emotions. Here I was trying to control the healing in my mind and I needed to connect to my body. My body for many, 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 many years had been giving me messages, physical messages. I've spent a lot of my lifetime having all types of illnesses And going to the medical doctors and getting healing, getting their medication, having operations in various parts of my body, because I believe that's how a person heals. I now know it's not the only way for my body to heal. That once I was able to connect to those emotions in my body and receive those messages, I started to clear up the emotions that were causing dis-ease in my body. And gone through... For one second, I just want to ask you the question, how do you connect with the emotions in your body? Because I mean, that sounds lovely. Yes. I want for our listeners to know, how do you do it? How do I do it? Most of us, if not all of us, have felt pain and do feel pain on a daily basis. How I do it is when I feel that pain or sensation or discomfort in my body, I stop and I ask my body in that area that I'm feeling pain. I ask my body, what message do you have for me? What do I need to know right now? And when I stop and I listen and utilize the Heal Your Life resource 
dictionary of different parts of the body or different diseases or diagnoses, I'm able to truly connect with the words and go, oh, well, that's my issue. That's my problem. This is why I'm feeling this way. And then the feelings come up and they tell me things that I haven't dealt with. So an example with that bowel perforation, I had a belief that I needed to remain sick and be chronically ill to get the attention of all of the people in the rare disorder sector to recognize that we truly do need help on a physical level. Once I overcame that, I came to recognize that I had my thoughts and my words had put me right where I had desired to be. As I continued to move forward in my life, I started looking at all the different conditions that I had experienced. I mean, I'd had sore throats, strep throat, off and on for a good part of my life. And what I came to realize is I had stopped saying things and expressing my feelings and my emotions and my thoughts and desires. I stopped my throat and my throat was constricted and, and got sore throats and strep throat and tonsillitis because I wasn't able to share my message. I wasn't able to share my truth. And once I opened my throat and allowed my throat to speak the way that it was meant to and share what I was feeling and what I was going through, I no longer have sore throats. That's an amazing story. And I think it's something that we can all relate to. You know, so many times when we are literally holding our jaw tight and keeping everything inside and it has to manifest somewhere, it has to go somewhere. So the healing for that, then once you found the connection, was to speak your truth and the body healed itself. Yes, it did. And the interesting part of all of this, that awareness just came to me in the last six months is over 30 years ago now, I was diagnosed with this rare condition, connective tissue disorder. And upon reading one of Dr. Christian's Northrop's books, she identified that our emotions get stuck in the connective tissue. In that moment, it was an aha moment for me. In that, as soon as I read that, I went, Oh my goodness, I have been spending all of my life stuffing my emotions in the connective tissue of my body. And as a result, I developed this rare genetic disorder because I was never taught how to express those emotions. I was taught to stuff my emotions. And that just leads me to another topic of emotional intelligence mm -hmm. and how we are not taught in this world within our homes, within our school system, and even our churches, our religious teachings about emotional connectiveness, emotional intelligence. That truly is a learning curve for everybody. And I believe that learning emotional intelligence is as important as learning how to read, how to do math, how to physically move our body, because without that, you don't have the whole being. You know, it's such a true part of teaching is, you know, we teach people, you know, to be healthy. For example, as a health coach, you know, we can teach people what to eat and we can teach people what exercises to do. But until we look at that whole person, 
mind, body, spirit, physical, what they're surrounding themselves with, what's in their environment. Only then can we get a clear picture of how to help them or to help ourselves moving forward. Absolutely. So it, the first thing is your emotional awareness, just becoming aware of the fact that you have feelings and that emotions are manifest either consciously or subconsciously, you know, and our feelings are anger or happiness, et cetera. And it's uh, these emotions when we're angry or when we're happy are conscious triggers, feelings within our body, our body experiences them. And when we don't acknowledge them, this is when we experience that disease. So the second step to emotional intelligence is emotional connectiveness. Emotional connectiveness is understanding that there is a relationship between our emotions and our body, understanding how they work together, the mind, the body, the heart. And once you learn how to do that, once you acknowledge those emotions, and truly it is a simple process when you stop to listen to what your body tells you, the messages is it's telling you, that's when you start to develop that emotional intelligence. It is your knowing. It is the knowing that your body has been telling you for years. It is an opportunity for you to become aware of what your soul's purpose is. It is knowledge. It is powerful. It is very powerful. Now, with your emotional intelligent quotient here, you know that you've got the emotional awareness, the emotional connectiveness, really listening to the body, the knowing that your body is trying to tell you for years. And, you know, we placate the body with either medicine or food or, you know, whatever our numbing thing of choice is, whether it's drugs, alcohol, whatever the case may be, and not actually listening to what our body tells us. And, you know, a really simple little exercise we could do right now with the listeners, because I feel like everybody could do this and it would prove to them that whole mind-body connection. And that is just to ask each of you to Think of a stressful situation right now. So just think of that stressful situation and feel where you feel it in your body. For some of you, it will be your shoulders. For some of you, it will be the solar plexus area. And if you can reach that area, put your hand on that area. And I'm going to get Maureen to guide you through a few deep breaths to release that physical component of what's going on between the mind-body connection. So whenever you're ready to help them release what they're feeling now as they hold on to that stressful situation, Maureen, take your time just whenever you're ready. So as you have connected to that part of your body, and if you're able to just touch it, just hold it in your hand. If you're not able to reach it, hold it within yourself and recognize that, gee, this is where my stress really is today. And as you do that, take in a deep breath right from your belly. Just bring it in and then slowly let it out through your mouth. And take in a couple of more of those deep, I call them belly breaths, where your belly is pushed forward as you inhale. Hold it for a few seconds and then release it through your mouth. Stop. Stop and listen to that part of your body. It has a message for you. What is that message telling you? Is that part of your body happy, sad, mad? What's it hurt? What does it hurt? Is there a hurt there? What emotions come up for you? What are those emotions telling you? What can they teach you 
right now. And once you receive those messages, acknowledge them. Let them know that you hear them and that you're safe. Reinforce to your body that I'm here now for you. I'm here to help. I respect what you're telling me. Take that message, take those words, take time to journal. Awareness will come as you continue to write, as you continue to sit in this presence, in this moment, and within this energy. You will receive healing because you have honored your body. So now, once again, some deep belly press in and out again through your mouth. And one more time. And just bring your presence back to the room and know that you have experienced healing. Thank you so much, Maureen. And I know that many people who listen to this podcast are in a healing profession where they do spiritual work and they are seeking more spiritual guidance. And so just let me encourage you to remember that to be out there giving, to be out there helping people to heal their lives requires of you that you must also be healing. So I love that Maureen has shared this exercise with us today that helps us to connect to the emotions behind the physical feeling. That whole mind, body, spirit piece, it's just, you know, it's one of those situations where you can't have one with the other. Everything is tied together. You are a whole person and addressing your whole health, mind, body, spirit is going to be the turnaround for you. And right now we're in a time, in a period where, you know, we're facing a lot of challenges. Some of us are finding that we are not able to go out as much or perhaps work as much. But I just want to remind you to do these exercises that Maureen has shared with us. And, you know, if you can pick up the book, You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay, there's more information in there as well. Go to Maureen's website, headtoheart.ca or .com? .ca. .ca, headtoheart.ca. And also just remember that challenges and opportunities appear together. Right? They're not one or the other. You know, with every challenge comes an opportunity. Maureen, did you have anything else that you wanted to share with us today? I feel like you do. I do. I have a message about tears. And right now we're in a place where I'm sure that a lot of us are experiencing tears. Tears are God's healing liquid. Tears heal us when we're holding too tight. Tears help us to be okay. Tears show us and others that it's safe to express our hurt, our sadness, our pain, our joy, and our elation. Let the healing flow. Ah, that is absolutely beautiful. You're a very gifted writer, Maureen, and uh, people can go to your Facebook page as well and check out some of these beautiful pieces of writing that Maureen has done. And Maureen, does your Facebook page have a name or does it just go under your name? Well, I have both. It's my name and Head to Heart both. So they can find you on both. Yes. Um, I'm sorry, I should have asked you that before. But yes, the beautiful releasing of tears and knowing that, knowing how incredibly necessary it is. I'm going to confess a little something right now. And that is that I had a bit of a meltdown last night and I had been feeling stressed for a couple of days and cried a bucket full of tears. And I woke up feeling 100% today. And, you know, sometimes, you know, what did you say it was? It's God's... God's healing liquid. God's healing liquid. 
Yes, absolutely. I'll accept that to be true. I want to just end today's podcast by thanking you for being with us listeners and thank you for being with us, Maureen gates Bobert. And uh, if you are looking for her Facebook page, that is spelled G-A-E-T-Z dash F-A-U-B-E-R-T. And first name Maureen, M-A-U-R-E-E-N. We're going to sign off today with a beautiful reading about being healthy. I know that we are all striving for better health right now. So this is just a cute little expression of love between yourself and your body. Hi, body. Thank you for being so healthy. My health is easy and effortlessly. I am healed and whole. I am worthy of being healed. My body knows how to heal itself. Every day and in every way, I am feeling healthier and healthier. I love selecting foods that are nutritious and delicious. My body loves the way I choose the perfect foods for every meal. Planning healthy meals is a joy. I am worth it. When I feed myself healthy foods, I nourish my body and my mind for the day ahead. Is that body and mind connection? Go forward with your beautiful, positive attitude, people. Know that you can heal your life. And uh, we all here at Heal Your Life Talk Radio Show love each of you. Stay well. Thank you for joining us today. If you would like to become an internationally certified Heal Your Life teacher and coach, please visit thetraining.ca. To be a guest on the show and share your story, please visit victoriajohnson.org. Thank you so much for joining us.